with the ships and all the likes, right? Mm. So if that is not working, that means you can't export. I did mention in the last episode that um, Tungela, Tungela did say that the the the, the thermal coal uh, industry in South Africa has lost over 30 billion rands because of those issues that have been 30 billion, 30 billion, billion rand because of those issues that are happening um, in, transnet. in transnet. So you can imagine that um, even with all the issues that, that other miners are actually also facing because that is kind of like the most common transportation and logistical to kind of facilitate the exports. So, so like, for example, we have the goods. Yes. We, we have it ready. It is not a production issue. It's, it's a logistical issue. But now the transport, in order for, for, in order for it to get from us to our customers overseas, our transport is a problem. Yes. So it's like My you're goodness. farming things in Limpopo. You've, yes. We've got avocados, we've got oranges, we've My got all God. those things. But those things need to be transported to the biggest markets. That's, for instance, thermal coal. The biggest market is Europe yeah, and Europe. China. China. Right? So they need to transport those things to Europe and China. But they can't export because Transnet is in shambles. Huh. You know? So that becomes a problem in terms of getting that revenue because nobody's going to pay for the goods that is still in South Africa. Absolutely not. FOB. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> FOB. So, yeah. so it's, 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 that, it's that thing, man. Like um, th that, that is worrying a lot of CEOs of, of mining companies. Yeah. There's been a lot of um, discussions around what the mining companies are trying to do to solve the the issue and engaging with government to partner where they can and and the likes. It's difficult. I saw the announcement today on the Sense, uh, mm. on the Stock Exchange News Service Sense, mm. mm. that a Transnet have actually now organized their board. They've they've reorganized the different committees on their board, mm. and I was not filled with confidence, mm. uh, which is very very unfortunate, especially as a as a owner of a Cecil share, mm. but you more so. Mm. Because you own Anglo, yes. Anglo Platinum, yes, and it's lost ten percent. <laughs> um, is yes. this all down to Transnet? Yeah, like I said, it's 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 partly down to the issues partly. that 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 were happening at um, um the, the the exports, right? Yes. I mean, they've got the 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 production is there. Um, I mean, look, when it comes to commodities, right, it's a volume and price game, yes, right. Um, so your price, you're a price taker as a, as a commodity produ producer, like a miner, right? Because the price is determined in the market. That's why Tungela did come out and say, for thermal coal, look, the prices in 2022 was um, X amount. It was whatever, 200 and what per, per ton. Mm. And then in um, 2023, then that price kind of, more than half. Halved. Yeah. So you can imagine that revenue because that's the direct revenue. That's revenue. That's the price, that's the price of yeah, the good that you're that selling. That's going to sell. Correct. So as yeah. a price taker, mm. you've got a lot of um, all these issues that are so out of your control that, you know, you can't do anything about, right? So that's one element. Yes. The, the pricing of uh, PGM um, yeah. as well yeah. for Anglo-American products. Yeah, this is Anglo-Platinum. Um, yeah. So I'm moving on to Anglo-Plat. Yeah. So for Anglo-Plats, it's, it's a couple of issues, right? Cool. So we've got the, the pricing issues. The, the PGM prices have collapsed in the market yes. currently. Yes. So that obviously hits you directly into the top line. Yes. <laughs> that is your top line. That's top before line. you pay anything else, before you even pay the CEO that mm. ends exorbitant bonuses mm. and all those things, that's your top line. <laughs> exorbitant. <right? laughs> you went there. <laughs> hey, man, it worries me all you, the time. You man. went there. You went there. Okay, but but yeah. to be fair, uh, if I was sitting in that chair as well, yeah. having to worry about all these things that have, nothing to do with me and outside of my own company's control. Yeah. I'd also want to end exorbitant amounts, right? Mm. Unfortunately, we live in a capital economy and mm. it is what it is. It right? is what it is. But anyway, let me not digress too much. <laughs> <laughs> let me not digress too much. So yeah, it's it's that, right? That the, the PGM prices have fallen down yeah. because of demand uncertainty. Like I did speak about the the demand elements in the last episode that, mm. you know, we've got the green hydrogen economy. We don't know, people are uncertain whether they, there's going to be enough investment to kind of drive that demand yeah. for the PGM materials, your rhodium, your platinum, et cetera. Palladium as um, well. 
Yeah, so that's one element, right? So yeah. it, it has collapsed and even the high inflation thing, all those things, right? So when it comes to um, the, the specific things in the South African context, you've got transnet issues. Yes. They're pervasive to all the miners, yeah. right? You've got load shedding. Yeah. It's you're you're it's, you're, you're you're mentioning like all the existential stuff. Yeah, that's I'm going from the 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 global yes to, to the, local. the country. Okay, and then I'm gonna delve Fantastic. into the, 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 the comp- that 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 approach that we spoke about. <laughs> yeah, that the top yes the 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 top down top down yeah. So that's what's happening on the global economy. Yes, the price of the thing collapsed, and that's what's happening in the yes. in South African context. I don't need to educate anyone of the no, issues we are, that we're facing. We, we, we it's, know. We it's know real. Very, very well. It's real, RGM. Very, very, very. But easy. then when it comes to um, the company itself, right? Yes. They did have an issue with the smelter. I did mention the this in the You did. Last. You mentioned it, and, yeah. and, and the smelter in Check Polupa, it out. In, in it was Polupa. episode four. Episode four. four. Episode four. Check so they did have an issue with the smelter that yeah. took time to come back to life and actually kind of melt the, the, the materials that they're mining and all of that. And then secondly, there was an expansion issue as well about their mine in Magueng, right? Mm. The strategy around how to expand that. And also they've not been investing a lot of capex into that. So their, their, their costs have increased because we are in high inflation environment. They've been trying to catch up with the guys of Impala and Northam because those guys have been investing a lot in, their, in the technology and mm. mining and all those things. Mm. They've not. Mm. Right. So they're trying to catch up and mm. um trying to catch up when the cost has already gone up. Yeah. It means that your investment requirement becomes higher, becomes higher than what the other guys spent in the last five years or so. So will you encapsulate it by saying that the cost going up and what you said about the commodity prices going down, mm. that is a very, very nice cocktail for lowering or softening in um in earnings. Yeah, definitely. It is. It is exactly that. That's that's it. That's it. It's, it's that's what's happening, and obviously, um, that's what's hitting the 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 thing the the share price. But also, like I said, I've mentioned a lot of things that are happening that are hitting the the mining industry. Yes. If you look at the PGM companies, mm-hmm. right. Right, and dear investors, welcome to episode six. Um, I'm not rolling alone. I'm rolling with Nico as always. Yeah. Um, and today he's actually wearing a sport jersey. What's what's is this new money following? Are you following <laughs> PSG because of Neymar. Neymar went to PSG, or <laughs> are you ancient like that during the times of Ronaldinho? You and know, the likes? Um, yeah. So someone at work actually took me to task when I wore this, hmm. and and asked if I'm um, a Johnny come lately. Yeah. And am I being attracted by the new money? If I was attracted by the new money, I would be wearing an Al Nasir. Jersey on ah. Al Hilal. Hmm. No, no, man. I've been following Saudi PSG. money. Saudi money. <laughs> the oil money. No, 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 no. I remember PSG um, during Ronaldinho. Hmm. And I even remember, if if I remember correctly, did Pochettino play for PSG? If I, yeah, I, 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 I forget. I forget. But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, PSG has always been in the back burner, but then they were not really dominating. But hmm. yeah, um, I'm, wearing, I'm rocking the PSG. Hmm. Today and not because of Neymar, <laughs> probably because of Mbappe. Uh, Mbappe, yeah. You're a big fan of Mbappe. I'm a big fan, and then mm. and you, you need to explain uh, what's going on here. <laughs> what's going on? No, look, uh, the story is I I had to actually get out of a board meeting and then yes. shoot straight to here. I didn't have yes. time to kind of you know change and be on a spot jersey and the likes. <laughs> uh, we're still less serious, even though we're doing serious <laughs> things about money, mm. um, but. Um, here we are, and uh, don't feel intimidated about my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll make sure to keep um, uh, one of the sports jersey in my picanto when we, when cool. we, when P- when we. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, no, all good. But are you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Mm. Um, I think it was a very productive day at work. Mm. Um, and you yourself, uh, how's the tech thing going? It's going well. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, you know? it's going well. We were launching new products there at work, which mm. is quite good. And it's finally being rolled out to the public, which is nice. Mm. Keeps me on my toes. Mm. 
And yeah, it's been going well. And for those who don't know, someone is actually traveling to Europe. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, hence the new attire. Ah, you had to. <laughs> this has nothing to do with my trip to Europe. It has nothing, nothing to do with my trip to Europe. But yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, oh. let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, mm. I think there's a lot to cover. Um, as as we, we do, let's start with the portfolio check and let's see yeah. how the numbers are looking. And yeah. Um, yeah. So for those that have been following. And we'll put it up somewhere here. Yeah, we'll put it out here as usual, as per the huge. Mm. Um, I'm actually quite embarrassed to put it up there. <laughs> um, you were so ravaging last time. I even made a standing ovation yeah, of was, one. I was out there giving your, Capitec all the flowers that it needs. Eh? And surprisingly, Capitec is still my fighter here. Mm. Um, but you there's... There's a lot of red, um, but we're gonna get into what uh, what's mm. what's causing the red. But man, it's bloody hey! Um, <laughs> it's been a bloodbath, yeah. but we're gonna get into it. So mm. let me start off with the usuals, mm. and then I'll get into the new additions, and then we'll speak into the new additions. Unless if you want to say something about um, the the incumbents, let me call them that. Yeah. So we have got. I'm not gonna rank them this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we've got hey, very <laughs> hypocritical, eh? Like I mean, <laughs> we've got we've got discovery. Mm. We've got discovery with a three point nine four percent. Remember mm. the last time they were at high single digits. Mm. Now it's at a three point nine four percent. Yeah, got Nespers. It's in the red again. Mm. Um, it didn't expect. It, it didn't rather. Um, escape uh, mm. the punishment. It's at mm. minus negative one comma two two percent. Then we have dis uh, no not discovery. Then we have Capitec. Mm. We've got Capitec, which has also gone down. Um, now it's at a gain of ten ten comma zero one percent, which is still double Good. digit. But because the last time I remember, it was at about eighteen percent. Was it eighteen or thirteen? Yeah. 18. It was 18, hey? Yeah. It was now it's at, then. oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. So then it's, it, it has fell from, from, from grace quite a bit, mm. uh, but it's still in the green and mm. still it's in the double digit. Mm. And then we have today's winner. Mm. Um, as per the use. <laughs> but like, listen, listen, as much as how it's a winner, it also went down. <laughs> it also, but it's a more resilient stock. Okay. It true. shows. It shows. <laughs> no, you know? no, you're right. You're right. Um, the most resilience, the most resilient share uh, in our portfolio has been ShopRite. You'll see it maintains a good a good return of thirteen comma or rather thirteen point nine percent. So that's doing quite well. Uh, that has earned us earned us about seventeen rand, mm. and then Capitec has earned us about twelve bucks. Mm. Discovery has earned us about four five rand. Mm. And Nespers has so been from using from the the original yeah. Um, portfolio sizing that we had. Mm. Um, mm. Both my companies are on the green. Barely. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, man. Barely, barely, barely. But I think let's get to the exciting things, which yeah. are the additions. Yeah. And with the new additions, um, obviously you'll speak a little bit more about it, but let me just tell you up uh, where we are first. Yeah. So on my side, I have purchased Cecil. Mm. I purchased Cecil, the petrochemical company. Yeah. And yeah, you hey, red. Uh negative 4.71%. Mm. Uh we've lost 11 rand off that. And then uh Chifi was his additions. Number one, it was British and American tobacco. If you recall in our previous episode, we spoke about British and American tobacco. And I still don't smoke even now. Still don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but like, in fact, British and American tobacco has been quite resilient because yeah. that has lost only 0, 0.42 hmm. uh, percent. Uh, so 50 cents. Yeah. And then the bloody one. The, <laughs> the, there's this one here, Anglo, which is by far mm. our worst performer. Mm. Uh, and not only just because of dilution, but we'll speak about the dilution. Mm. But this hasn't been performing quite well. Mm. And we're going to spend some time on it. It's Anglo Platinum. Anglo Platinum mm. has, um, has it's, well, rather, it's sitting on the red by minus 10%. Mm. But in rand terms, it's only lost us 12 rand and 50 cents. But mm. the percentage was is minus 10. You'll see it is going to be at the top. Mm. Fire away, mate. 
about Anglo-Blats? Let's start off with, in fact, let's start off with but that. I mean, that, I did that. chat a lot about yeah. that, right? And that I said, you look, that is, um, is a long-term bet for me. Um, <laughs> pun intended. Bet is a long-term bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah bet is a long-term bet in mm. terms of, you know, I think um, the company still has a lot of to think. Just in fact, the whole industry has a lot to think about and yeah. figure. Yeah. Um, with um, a lot of regulatory changes that are happening. Mm. Um, I mean, the new products that they're developing, the vaping and the likes, um, that seems to be doing very well and um, people seem to be buying those stuff a lot. Um, those, some of the things that are environmentally friendly because regulation is kind of moving that. We're moving towards a greener economy mm. and um, the, the the tobacco industry is one of the first one that is actually being um transformed by that um regulations all across the world even it's not even a south african thing and there's a couple of taxes that are coming through as well in that in that sense but i think you know people are always going to be smoking that's mm. that's always my go to point i mean do i think people are going to stop smoking because <laughs> we're going towards a greener economy no that's not going to happen yeah, but not. it's just a matter of um, reinventing yourself to kind of operate within the boundaries of the the legal regimes that are operate um, are being passed in that particular time, right? Which yeah. is now. Mm -hmm. So I, for me, it's a long bet, right? Um, that yeah. that I have on 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 bet. Um, it's not a short bet. It's it's really not. <laughs> it's not a short bet. It's a long it's, bet. It's, it's it's more of a long um, um, bullish kind of thing on 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 it that I I believe that the company is going to do well, and it's relatively affordable. I mean. To be fair, um, yeah. the, the the tobacco stocks um, are pretty much affordable at all times, really. Yeah. Um, but um, and don't you get squirmish like whenever you see the minister go up in parliament and talk about syntax? That <laughs> um, Einhauser and Bush, they yes. always get nailed, man. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's part of it. It's it's, it's things that we expect. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. right? That you expect there's gonna be. Um, a great punishment all the time when during, during the budget speech that the the <laughs> the, 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 the tax on this is going to increase in this way. Yeah. You know, we we expect those things to happen. Mm. Um, but let's see how it happens with the new kind of regulations going towards greener things because they kind of incentivize companies to actually go that route to be greener. So maybe it, it's going to be less tax uh, and more towards fining. It's when you're not complying with the regulations. It's not necessarily... You know, it's a tax. It's fixed. There's not. There's nothing you can, yeah, do, about can do about it. it. Yeah. But when it's it's a compliance issue, then it it's, it changes the whole game, and the margins become slightly better compared to when it's just a pure tax on it. Yeah, I understand. Mm. I think it's quite quite interesting that if we're going to be moving to a new regulatory regime, mm. that it's not just going to be like a a tax mm. of which they they say, and, and these companies simply just pass it on to the consumer. Yeah. Knowing full well that these you know, are... you know, you know what's oh. what I was actually thinking about. It's a bit yeah. of a digress. Yeah. But what I was thinking about was um, more especially on the um, like on the food space, right? Mm -hmm. I was just like, but think about it when when there's an increase on inflation and um, production costs and all of those things, right? Yeah. What happens is they they put they they kind of push the, those cost increased into the end consumer. They do. But when those costs Go down. They are not those those decrees are hey, not pushed bro. to the end consumer. <laughs> I'm just like, but that is such an unfair game, man. Yeah, you can't do that. When 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 the cost when the cost kind of changes and decrease, oh. what they do is we are very proud of the fact that our margins have improved. But you don't then say <laughs> as a result, then the selling price of our goods is going to decrease and therefore we retaining more money to the consumer's pockets. Look, mate, <laughs> we are we are investors and not humanitarians. <laughs> I just think it's I mean, I you know, you know, bottom line, it really share does, price must move. It's 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 such an unfair thing. Man. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's it really is. such an unfair it thing. It is. And I think like if we were speaking about this thing really deeply in that, what is the role of business within society? Mm. Um then we have to ask some serious questions when it comes to such mm. because like during bad times you pass it on to your consumer exactly. and in the good times they are not transmission down to the consumers it doesn't happen for themselves mm. and I get it and and it really we praise management during uh, <laughs> it, it is like <laughs> that stuff like that it but is I, like that I guess yeah. sometimes it, it, it kind of depends on the 
on what caused the the the, the decrease on the on the input cost, right? Yeah. If it's a technology that they invented and kind of got gotten some efficiency, then, then maybe, fair, maybe. Yeah. But if it's also driven by the fact that the macro environment yeah. has kind of um, gotten softer or, or improved in mm. that sense to kind of give that a little bit of buffer, but then we don't get to benefit from it from that particular industry. That that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. Mm. It uh, and you know because you wear two hats. I I do too. <laughs> I I wear my consumer hat and yes. I complain and I wear my shareholder hat and then I rejoice. You are happy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there are many people who are not shareholders. Um, and mm, that exactly. are only consumers, and and that that aspect of it is worrying, mm. and that's where I champion things such as this initiative that we're doing, mm. and that we're trying to make a change. Then that people must not only consume, mm. but they must also own, mm. and in that way, you are also on the other side um, of things, and that you're not only getting the the short end of the stick, but then. During the short end of the stick, there's some re- there's, there's some like uh, relief mm. in the form of some of the things that you are owning. But yeah. I guess one of the things that perhaps that happens directly is mm. is the the gas, right? When the prices are going down in mm. in 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 the in the macros and stuff like that, then you you get to see that petrol price going down, yeah, and 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 the like. So I guess that kind of makes sense, which I guess speaks links to to your. You know, your investment on Sasol, um, that you know, what was your thinking behind that? Yeah. Um, are you are you bullish about the gas prices um, to increase? What is the rationale behind that? So, I will be honest. This has been, as far as my rationale, um, my rationale. You, wait, wait, before you speak uh-huh. about that, you had Richmond. You abandoned Richmond. I did. <laughs> and then I you did. had what again? Um, it was, no, 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 it was a few. It was Sappy. Sappy. Um, it was Sappy. It was. I can't remember. Yeah. The, the logistic yeah. one as well. Which, which one was this again? Uh, the something fish. Um. Oh yes. Grindrod. Yes. Yes. It was Grindrod. Mm. Um, and Grindrod also uh, announced shipping. the earnings. Yes. It the was Grindrod, Grindrod shipping. shipping. Yes. yes. So the Grindrod, the normal Grindrod, um, Grindrod limited, mm. um, that, um, it was between that and also the shipping as well. I backtracked off that. Mm. And a very I made a very impulsive decision mm. of going for Sasol. <laughs> Something that I didn't do after <laughs> after very much listening to our own podcast. Yeah. So with 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 Sasol, I was definitely not looking at I was not looking at um the fundamentals. Uh, the fundamentals. Absolutely mm. not. Because mm. like if you look at the fundamentals, there's a lot of mistakes that have been made here. And mm. not only on the existential basis mm. with the commodity price, mm. with the price of oil. Mm. I think it's around about $30, $40. That's when Cecil breaks even. Mm. So the closer it gets to that mark, that's when uh, things start getting a bit dicey. Mm. I recently read here that they, <laughs> so they uh, had an impairment of about $35 billion. <laughs> that, What is the, the impairment on? I'm actually not quite sure. I'm actually mm. going to have a look at it later today okay. and see. But like, you know, the, the fundamental mistake is that I did not read Numbers. before mm. I got in. Mm. I was in and now I'm finding out of an impairment. But you know what's interesting about investing, right? Mm. It's you can enter blindly mm. um, and, and that would link very well to what I'm going to talk about when I talk about the next company. Sure. You can enter blindly uh, and invest in something, yeah. right? Mm. Um, just an impulsive decision. You know, so, so it's a brand, yeah. it's out there and all of that stuff, right? Mm. And then you find that the share price just goes up. It's true. You can have that, and, and because at the end of the day, let's be let's be honest, right? Um, there's there's definitely a connect to to the fundamentals, right? Yes. But sometimes the fundamentals are very disconnected from the share price, right? And that's when the share price you that's even when analysts can't even figure out why <laughs> the share price is decreasing so much or going up so much and stuff like that, and. It that that happens sometimes. It, it, right? it does happen. And I think let's let's even break it down for our investors mm. in that a share price mm. is moved by supply and demand. Mm. If people think that the share price is gonna go up, they're gonna flock to that share. Mm. The demand for that share is gonna go up, it's gonna push the price up. Mm. 
Okay. So with the fundamentals of a business, that speaks to the competency of not only the board level to mm. provide the leadership, but the management level to actually act on that and mm. move the company forward on its fundamentals. Mm. So when it comes to Cecil, processes of actually not only mining, but also beneficiating, mm. that speaks about the fundamentals of Cecil. So yeah. things like a project, for example, in Lake Charles, which didn't go well the, mm. the last time. Mm. That spoke about the fundamentals. Mm. And in this case... And this is the yeah. very same Sasol that you made a million from. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like yeah, yeah, you're never going to drop that. You're never going <laughs> to... You're never going to let that go. But, like, no, but, but, but you. you're right. I'm, I was just trying to expound in what you were what you were saying in that sometimes there can be a disconnect because mm. as, as how... They're supposed to be connected, mm. and indirectly, yes, they are. You do get a you do get a bit of inefficiencies, and yes. that gives rise to to the disconnect. Yes. But that's Sasol. So with Sasol, for me, I think with our next um, our next Instagram live, mm. I'll definitely be more versed um, with what's actually going on with Sasol. But like they they released the trading statement, mm. and goodness gracious, hey, eighty four percent of their earnings um, went down. That is worrying for me. <laughs> okay, more than like you know, mm. more than just the commodity price. Mm. Although maybe the commodity price actually informed that drop in earnings, mm. but volumes mm. and also the, obviously the the logistical factors which are carried out by 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 Transnet. I mean, look yeah. for a South African company, right? Mm. There's already geographical issues that mm. um you know are. Uh, Happening in South Africa, we've got a low. The biggest one is load shedding. Yeah, right. By that far, is the, that is the biggest one. And yeah. and because they there's there's load shedding mm. costs for production, especially even in the mining sector, is becoming very high because they need to bend diesel or some make an alternative for the energy, right? That 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 they need and stuff like that. So it becomes an issue. But also, we've got the elephant in the room, which is the state-owned entities. It's right. a problem. Um, Trustnet is really losing a lot of mining profits out there. So you can imagine the the issues that this is what makes CEOs of mining companies not sleep at night. Yeah. Transnet. And that's what they're advocating to kind of get into the table with let's get um, into it. With 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 um with the company, with the SOEs and actually solve this problem. Mate, let's actually get into this thing because mm. we throw the word transnet, transnet, transnet. And it's, especially this week, this mm. past two weeks where these companies have 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 been uh, releasing and announcing. Mm. Transnet has, has to be the common denominator. Mm. So let's get straight into it. Why is transnet a problem for these mining companies? Because they 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 organize all the logistical transportation on the ports. They manage the 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 harbors and all those things. That's where you transport big piles of oil with the ships and all the likes, right? Mm. So if that is not working, that means you can't export. I did mention in the last episode that um, Tungela, Tungela did say that the the the, the thermal coal. Uh, industry in South Africa has lost over 30 billion rands because of those issues that have been 30 billion, 30 billion, billion rand because of those issues that are happening um, in, transnet. in transnet. So you can imagine that um, even with all the issues that, that other miners are actually also facing because that is kind of like the most common transportation and logistical to kind of facilitate the exports. So, so like, for example, we have the goods Yes, we, we have it ready. It is not a production issue; it's, it's a logistical issue. But now, the transport in order for, for in order for it to get from us to our customers overseas, our transport is a problem. Yes, so it's like My you're goodness. farming things in Limpopo. You've, yes, we've got avocados, we've got oranges, we've My got all God. those things. But those things need to be transported to the biggest markets. That's, for instance, Thermal The biggest market is Europe yeah, and Europe. China. China, right? So they need to transport those things to Europe and China, but they can't export because Transnet is in shambles, huh. you know? So that becomes a problem in terms of getting that revenue because nobody's going to pay for the goods that is still in South Africa. Absolutely not. FOB, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> FOB. So, yeah. so it's, 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 that, it's that thing, man. Like um, 
that that is worrying a lot of CEOs of, of mining companies. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, discussions around what the mining companies are trying to do to solve the the issue and engaging with government to partner where they can and and the likes. It's difficult. I saw the announcement today on the Sense uh, mm. on the stock exchange news service Sense. Mm. Mm that a transnet have actually now organized their board they've they've reorganized the different committees on their board mm. and i was not filled with confidence mm. uh, which is very very unfortunate especially as a as a owner of a Cecil share mm. but you more so mm. because you own anglo yes. anglo platinum yes and it's lost 10 percent <laughs> um is yes. this all down to transnet yeah, like I said, it's 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 partly down to the issues partly. that 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 were happening at um, um the, the the exports, right? Yes. I mean, they've got the 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 production is there. Um, I mean, look, when it comes to commodities, right? It's a volume and price game, yes. right? Um, so your price, you are a price taker as a as a commodity produ producer, like a miner. Right, because the price is determined in the market. That's why Tungela did come out and say, for thermal coal, look, the prices in 2022 was um, X amount. It was whatever 200 and what per per ton, mm. and then in um, 2023, then that price kind of more than halved. halved. Yeah. So you can imagine that revenue because that's the direct revenue. That's revenue. That's the that's price, the price of yeah, the good that you're that selling. That's going to sell. Correct. So as yeah. a price taker, mm. you've got a lot of um, all these issues that are so out of your control that, you know, you can't do anything about, right? So that's one element. Yes. The, the pricing of uh, PGM um, yeah. as well yeah. for Anglo-American products. Yeah, this is Anglo-Platinum. Um, yeah. So I'm moving on to Anglo-Platinum. Yeah. So for Anglo-Platinum, it's, it's a couple of issues, right? Cool. So we've got the, the pricing issues. The the PGM prices have collapsed in the market yes. currently. Yes. So that obviously hurts you directly into the top line. Yes. And that is your top line. That's top before line. you pay anything else, before you even pay the CEO that mm. ends exorbitant bonuses mm. and all those things, that's your top line. <laughs> exorbitant. <right? laughs> you went there. <laughs> hey man, it worries me all you, the time. You man. went there. You went there. Okay, but, but yeah. to be fair, uh, if I was sitting in that chair as well, yeah. having to worry about all these things that have nothing to do with me and outside of my own company's control. Yeah. I'd also want to end exorbitant amounts, right? Mm. Unfortunately, we live in a capital uh, uh, economy and mm. it is what it is. It right? is what it is. But anyway, let me not digress too much. <laughs> <laughs> let me not digress too much. So yeah, it's it's that, right? That the, the PGM prices have fallen down yeah. because of demand uncertainty. Like I did speak about the the demand elements in the last episode that, mm. you know, we've got the green hydrogen economy. We don't know, people are uncertain whether they, there's going to be enough investment to kind of drive that demand yeah. for the PGM materials, your rhodium, your platinum, et cetera. And palladium as um, well. Yeah, so that's one element, right? So mm. it, it has collapsed and even the high inflation thing, all those things, right? So when it comes to um, the, the specific things, in the South African context, you've got transnet issues. Yes. They're pervasive to all the miners. Yeah. Right? You've got load shedding. Yeah. It's... You're, you're, it's, you're, you're, you're mentioning like all the existential stuff. Yeah. That's... I'm going from the 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 global... Yes. To, to the, local. the country. Okay. And then I'm going to delve into Fantastic. the... Fantastic. I love the, the that, that approach that we spoke about. <laughs> yeah, that, the top... Yes. The, the, the top down. Top down, yeah. So that's what's happening on the global economy. Yes. The price of the thing collapsed and that's what's happening in the yes. in South African context. I don't need to educate anyone of the no, issues we are, that we're facing. We, we, it's, we know. We it's know real. Very, very well. It's real, RGM. Very, very, very. But easy. then when it comes to um, the company itself, right? Yes. They did have an issue with the smelter... I did mention the this in the did. last. You mentioned and, it, yeah. and, and in the small time in, in It was episode four. Episode four. four. Episode four. Check so they did have an issue with the smelter that yeah. took time to come back to life and actually kind of melt the, the the materials that they're mining and all of that. And then secondly, there was an expansion issue as well about their mine in Magueng, right? Mm. The strategy around how to expand that, and also they've not been investing a lot of capex into that. So they are they are 
their costs have increased because we are in high inflation environment. They've been trying to catch up with the guys of Impala and Northam because those guys have been investing a lot in their in the technology and mm. mining and all those things. Mm. They've not, mm. right? So they're trying to catch up and mm. um, trying to catch up when the cost has already gone up. Yeah, it means that your investment requirement becomes higher, becomes higher than what the other guys spent in the last five years or so. So would you encapsulate it by saying that the cost going up? what you said about the commodity prices going down, mm. that is a very, very nice cocktail for lowering or softening in um, in earnings. Yeah, definitely. It is It is exactly that. That's, that's it. That's it. It's, it's, that's what's happening. And obviously, um, that's what's hitting the, the, the thing, the, the share price. But also, like I said, I've mentioned a lot of things that are happening that are hitting the, the mining industry. Yes. If you look at the PGM companies, mm. right? Your Impala, your Notham, your Anglo Platt, your Sivania Stillwater. We'll show the chart here, right? Mm. You'll see at least all of them in the last, I don't know, few two periods. Years. Three years. Two, you'll three see years. that they were down at least um, right now in a month or so. They're probably down like 10% or something, right? Mm. Like let's, let's for example, if mm. you have it open, let's check mm. um, Anglo Platt. We just mentioned it's down 10%. How much is Vanya down? It's probably down 9% in a month. Um, Impala, probably down so, 7%. So it's a little bit more. So Anglo Platt in this last month is down 22%. In the share price, yes. The share price is but down 22%. But in the last year or year to date, it's yes. down 50%. Yes, yes, correct, <laughs> correct. Yes. Correct. And then um, what about Sivanya? Let's have a look at Sivanya. There we go. Um, over a month, right? Yeah. Sivanya over a month... It has been down roughly about 7%. 7%, yes. And then what about Impala? Let's have a look at Impala. Impala Platinum. Impala Platinum. There we go. Impala Platinum share price. Sorry. Let me just quickly... I'm just getting it. Here we go. Impala Platinum share price over the last month has been roughly 24%, which is which is in line with uh, Anglo Platinum. Down 24%. Down 24%. And then the last one, Northern... Northern... Platinum. Northern... Platinum. Flat share price. There we go. And the Northern Platinum share price over the last month has been down, down roughly... Minus eleven. Minus eleven yeah, percent. Yeah. So you can already see it's mm. it's it's not a, a an only Anglo platinum issue. No, it's not. It's, it's an not. industry issue. Yeah. Of what's happening in in in, in the yeah. global economy and yeah. what's happening in 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 South African context. There's a graph that you showed me earlier on, which 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 will show. Will show, yeah. And it shows literally that the movements of these stock prices have been so similar. Correlated, yes. They've, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. They're very closely correlated. It shows that it's not just an isolated, it's not an Anglo problem, mm-hmm. it's an industry problem. But then obviously there are certain things which are idiosyncratic to, mm. to Anglo. Mm. I wanted to ask you one more thing about Anglo Platinum, and that is the leadership change of, mm. is, it, is it? The CEO. Yeah, the CEO. I think yeah. it was Natasha Falun. Yeah. She left. Yeah. Is she left or she's leaving? She's leaving. She's leaving. Yeah. She inherited a mess. Mm. Do you, is this a good thing that she's leaving? And is the next person who's going to come in? Is the that- signaling effect, obviously, it's, it's not. <laughs> mm. um, it's, 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 it's obviously signaling whether there's an inherent problem in Anglo Platt. Yeah. And that nobody can fix. <laughs> or it's a matter of, you know, there's always going to be tension in the board when there's issues. <laughs> you don't want that. You, you really, know? really, really don't want that. Whenever there's issues, there's always going to be tension in the board, yeah. right? Um, and who is the one person that always takes the fall? It's the chief executive. Exactly, mm. right? So that's, 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 that's whether or not either way, which one I think it is, mm. I'm bullish about Anglo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I think that these are fixable problems. Yeah. Um, let's give the new CEO a chance. Let's see what he's got up his sleeves. I mean, they've got a strong balance sheet, man. Um, and they've got a, a a good backing of uh, Anglo Group. I mean, they're still eighty percent owned by, by Anglo, right? Yeah. 
Um, so look, it's it's. I think there's we still can have um a replicate if, the if success. If you are right about Anglo, in fact, most of the if you investors are taking a punt on this industry, then I think right now has to be the time to get in. Yeah, because prices are like. Yeah, I guess that's that's one of the aspects that I wanted to us to discuss about, you know, that yeah. um valuation is, plays a big role when it comes to yeah. um entering and um I think we've thrown a lot about um PE ratios, <laughs> um price the, earnings ratio, the net asset value, mm. uh, the disconnect between the net asset value and the share price yeah. um which Typically, the finance guys would call the net asset value that you determine, not the accounting one. Yes. Um, yes. The one that you discount your cash flows and come back to value. They would call it an intrinsic value of yes. the of the of the company. So, like, you and I don't necessarily go delve into valuing a company like that because one, we don't have time. No, to be fair, absolutely not. <laughs> we don't and those models, and oh my gosh, it can get right. very, very complicated. Yeah, I remember my time in asset management. I mm. used to, and I say this as if it's a very long time ago. <laughs> it's not even a long time ago, but <laughs> it sounds like you know it was yeah. ten years ago, yeah. and it was not even ten years ago. But anyway, so I remember my time. They look analyzing a company. You're not gonna know a company in in the first eighteen months and understand it fully. That is not going to happen. How long? Right? Then how long do you really so give yourself? If, if you're you that it? brilliant and then you're just focusing on that one company as an analyst yes. for 18 months, then you can know the company, right? Yeah. Because one, you need to formulate your view about the company and you need that feedback loop, right? To kind of see, okay, do I actually understand this company or I'm just actually fabricating things about <laughs> what this company does, right? Because the first yeah. and foremost thing to do yeah. about investing into a company is to actually getting to know a company. I'm talking about the guys that do it professionally. Yes. We don't do it professionally. Yes. Actually, getting to, for me to get to know ShopRite, it took me, um, I think, yeah, 16 months. It took you 16 months. To actually get to know and understand in detail what ShopRite does. So then, okay. So for our investors, yes. should should they be spending sixteen months? No, no, they let's, shouldn't. Let's speak about how, how this is. This is how. This is why I wanted us to discuss because yeah. you know we not me yeah. now. I don't go and sit and build a model of sixteen tabs with inputs of my discount rates. <laughs> I don't do that anymore because I do I don't have the time. You, right. You, that thing is so big and like just one variable change and then it affects it the affects model. the models and then oh. you know you gotta do sensitivity no, I, I, no, analysis. No, investors, and stuff like, like like don't worry, we, we we're not gonna put you through the ringer like that. No, 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 we won't. So we like won't. it's 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 obviously we take uh that's more like the most correct way to invest, yes, right? To yes. kind of get your own value, um, check and and find a margin of safety and stuff like that, right? Mm. Cool. But then for us yes. right now, what is it that you do to actually put a value on Sasso or we can we're not gonna delve into Sasso because yeah. you 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 did an impulsive decision. Very impulsive. This is a very good lesson to all the investors out there. Don't do what I did. <laughs> impulsive do decisions did. Yeah. can be good, you know, but they can be very dangerous. You they know? can be. Um, but like for instance, to put a value on a Capitec, yes. right? Do you just go into history and be like, okay, historically Capitec used to be in a thousand or two thousand or three thousand? Okay, what has changed and all of that? Like, what is if you can so, run me through your process of so, determining the value? So, so what you said, a lot of it. That's what I do take into consideration. Yeah, I would like to look at it historically and what it has done, mm. and if there's anything that any variables that come out at you immediately. Yeah, like for example, let's speak about banking. Let's speak about Capitec. Yeah, right. Yeah, a big driver of Capitec's growth has mm. been its number of retail clients. Okay, now if you're going to grow in a space of about 20 years, you can get to 20 million um, uh, banking clients. Yeah. That is growth. That now you are driving, you are driving your business forward. Mm. So if you look at that, that's a lever of that you know that you need to look at. You look, you need to look at the customers. Mm. And then you look at the fees mm. as well. Mm. Has is there anything been fundamentally 
different mm. about what's been happening with the fees because mm. that's in essence that's where you get a lot of revenue from that's where you yeah. get your revenues from yeah and if you see that that hasn't changed mm. and then obviously now it comes to the management competency of mm. how they manage the loan book mm. Mm. now these are things that you don't need models for yeah yeah these are things that are very much open if you look at a company's um, financial statements and you don't even have to go deep into it because mm. one of the things that comes up at you mm. it's how how many clients have you had mm. What is the revenue? Mm. What is pushing the revenue? Mm. How much of that revenue structure is fees? How much of it is interest earned? Or how you get you get what I'm saying? Mm. These are these are things that you can have a you can have a look at in terms of what has changed. And then lastly, mm. so for number one, I look at the sum of the levers. Number mm. two, which is last, I look at the price mm. of the share. Mm. How has it moved mm. in response? in relation to those levers. Mm. And if there is a correlation there, I think as a retail investor, you can make some sort of a rational decision. Yeah. Obviously, it's not going to be a model-based uh, decision with discounted cash flows and mm. intrinsic values and yeah. terminal values and all that stuff. But <laughs> but but you can soma, you can soma and see understand you 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 can see the company is has good fundamentals. Mm. You know, um, another important thing which I didn't mention as well is you need to look at the reputation and, and scandals that is happening. Yes. Uh, you, you try to avoid things like uh, Steinhoff. Mm. Intelligence, intelligent um, journalist, as you call it. An intelligent generalist. Mm. Yes. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's what I call it. Mm. And I think if you can have those three things, you can gauge as to which, you can even gauge if there's a discount mm. or if there is an undervaluing of a particular company. Mm. And that's where I... I think I'm camping with with uh, Capitech and that Capitech's client base keeps on growing and I think it's going to continue to grow. Okay. Right? But I mean, is the population growing at the same growth rate that uh, Capitech is growing? I mean, there's get, there's got to be a, t a point where you're like, look, Shucks, we've covered the the broader market in terms of bankable people. So, right? so, so, so that's where now you get to things like, okay, how competent is the management to be agile and to adapt? Mm. Now there comes in uh, a decision of going into business banking. Yeah. We've got businesses that need banking, mm. right? Can you replicate that strategy of actually going, going from the unbankable, the unbanked or the underbanked mm. people mm. to the bankable that are not banked or the underbanked mm. businesses? Mm. And I think that's where he comes into it and you're just like, okay, maybe there is something something smart happening uh, there in Stellenbosch. Mm. Um, but to answer your question as to like, what do I do? What do I look at? Some of the things without getting too technical. Mm. Those are some of the things. And I just I just want to just um, to recanter back my steps. Number mm. one, mm. I look at the fundamentals okay. out of the business processes. Yeah. Out of the things that drive, the levers, mm. the KPIs. Yeah. And then I look at the price. Mm. And then I look, has anything fundamentally happened across management as far as scandals, as far as the reputation is concerned? Mm. And I think that has put me in good stead. Mm. And I think that's something which investors can also have a look at. Mm. Yeah, you? And, and then what, uh, before I, I yeah. go, yeah. what is, um, when do you then decide, okay, this is cheap enough for me to enter? Is it, do you, do you, um, do you have some sort of, um, it depends. Um, it that, that it it really really depends because sometimes when I think when I go through my processes, mm. um, not all the time mm. because I can go through all of that and then you might find out that the share price is worth two thousand rand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So last so so last episode I spoke about affordability. Yeah, which is very very important. Price is definitely important. Yeah. Another one which I look forward to, or rather I look into. Mm. It's price dislocations. Mm. So if I can see that there is some irrationality, mm. it's something that has gone wrong yeah. in the market. Yeah. And market noise, <laughs> which is something which I hope you get into, <laughs> which I've identified a few times in my investment journey. Yes. Um, Capitec was one mm. during COVID. Sasol was one. Sasol was one mm. during COVID as yeah. well. Yeah. So like things like that, um, that's when I look at, so that's why I say it depends. Mm. I can have a go through at my rationale. Mm. But at the same time as well, if something is a clear dislocation, mm. that's when I pull the trigger. Mm. So it depends. Yeah, it depends. Like someone would think um, what's happening in the PGM 
uh, space now would think it's market noise. I'll be honest with you, mate. I think most this episode, it has a PGM theme into it, and which I think it's okay. <laughs> because like that's been the most topical thing in the investment world. <laughs> yes. Market noise. Yeah. I would really like for you to get into that whole thing. Yeah, we had a we have conversations about these, <laughs> and and I think it, it's absolutely great content, and mm. I think it's important uh, that other investors have a um, actually get into it. Are mm. we seeing a, a, a dislocation? Um, is the market being irrational? Mm. No, I think one it, it's 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 really a big question that investors are asking themselves. That um, is this really because. Is this really a production issue? It's not a production issue. It's not a production so, issue. So then what is it? You know, and then you look into what's happening globally. Um, then you think, okay, what's driving the low demand or what's driving the low price in the global economy? Is this something that is temporary based on where we are in terms of the economy cycle and stuff like that, right? So um, how I term market noise right it's mm. it's when there's something drastic that happens in the market and investors react right so for that specific time when something happens right there's either going to be a sell off or there's going to be a lot of buying of yeah. stock right dramatic 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 buying of stock mm. right so that pre that presents you with an opportunity if you think differently to the market right? That's when the gap comes in for you to make money. There we go. Right. That's so it. that's when you make money during the, the, the market noise. Market noise helps you to kind of uh, provide a, a platform for you to enter, right? Because then it temporarily lowers the price more often times, and then you can buy while everyone uh, is actually thinking, oh no, shucks, I need to get out of this thing, mm. right? Um, that's when you're like, nah, but I don't think so. I need to get into this thing, all right? Yeah. And then when the price is like coming down from 3,000 to uh, 100 rand, and then that issue gets fixed, <laughs> and then the share price goes back to 3,000 rand, then it means that you're rich now. Yeah. You make a million like Nico. No. Oh. <laughs> but um, however, <laughs> I've had an, a, a personal experience as well yes. with Steinhoff. Yes. Right. Then you get into this thing where you're like, okay, there is an accounting irregularity. No, there's an accounting fraud that is happening at that thing. <laughs> I was actually watching our episode four. Uh, and then I, I, we were talking about the management assessment. Yes. And then you're like, look at Steinhoff. They had a couple of CAs on there. Not just CAs, <laughs> PhDs in accounting. I'm like, that's where it's at, right? That's yeah. where it's at. But yeah, so for me, for example, where it can go bad, mm. when I invested in Steinhoff, mm. the share price, I can't remember, I think it was four rand or five rand. Mm. And then I bought a bunch of it, <laughs> took out some of my savings, and then I'm like, Yo! <laughs> that's one of my impulsive decisions, right? I'm like, uh, we all have look. that one impulsive. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm, I think I put in at about 6K. It was very oh, okay. huge money for me at yes. that time, you know? <laughs> Even now, it's still huge money. It's so big. So yeah. I'm like, okay, let me put 6K on this. This thing is two rand. Yeah. So you can imagine how much I bought of that thing. Right, you bought quite. Yeah, it was four rand. It was four rand. You and then, up. and then the price went half rand. <laughs> so three thousand gone. <laughs> so pretty much three thousand gone, gone, just mm, like that. Mm, 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 so mm, I'm like, mm. <sighs> impossible. It is. It, right? It's 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 like that. But like I said, right, it presents an opportunity. Yeah. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. Right. And it, it it's like that. But I did say that in an, in the game of investing. You need to understand that, that you're going to lose money at some point. You're not going to be right all the time. Even Alan Gray, even um, Coronation. Coronation, even Sanlam, even, even Old Mutual, old Mucho, all yeah. those guys, right? Mm. They do get it wrong, yeah. especially in this market because it's not a rational market. And I think that's one aspect that people don't understand. They operate on... Okay, I assume, even the textbooks out there, they assume yes, that investors are rational investors. And they're not. They're right? not. They're not. That's why we see all these fluctuations in the market and we're able to get opportunities. Hence, this is a very nice demonstration. <laughs> this is why there's fluctuations in the market. Mate, right? you said something so powerful in that if you do as an investor, 
And I also want to calm the fears of investors because as if you just hear what you feel was saying, <laughs> you might get scared. Don't get scared. This is this is a call to action in that when things when there's blood on the streets, get in. Mm. That's this is where you and it's very counterintuitive. But like going, but but going back to what you said in that you said that if if you do the same things as other people are doing, mm. that's not where the opportunity is. Mm. Because if if it's a real opportunity, you know, you get what I'm saying? Mm. You get what I'm saying? It must be rare. Mm. You must find diamonds in the rough. Mm. So, but if you do things differently to what people are doing, then your performance is going to be different. Yeah. I mean, surely, but, you know, um, whenever there's heightened emotions, whenever there's lots of irrational things going around, we tend to move with the crowd. Yeah. Unfortunately. But I, I really want to drive this message home to our investors in that the very bleak picture that Chifiwa has articulately Articulate. <laughs> articulated, yeah. You that you've articulated. Uh, I think for me that is an opportunity. Mm. We are seeing a lot of irrational behavior, mm. and I think it calls for investors to have a cool head mm. and to go in. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Like like I said, I think when when we started the investment candle podcast, we did say the fundamental rule of investment. You can speak to Warren Buffett. You can speak to uh, who, um, whoever. Mm. The big thing that they, they, they're really trying to do in its simplest form, buying low and selling, selling high. high. That is the simplest form to invest, mm. right? It's like even if in, in any kind of business, you buy low and you sell high. Yeah. The margin in between, that's your profit. That's you. That's your prosperity. That's your money. That is your wealth. That's your success. That right? is. Mm. So generally, that's what we're trying to do. Like right now, what I'm seeing in the PGM market, yes. it's that, right? That the, the share prices are dipping a lot. A lot. Yeah. We've got um, Anglo Plat, it's down 50% from last year. Yeah. You've got all the other guys, they're down 30%, 40% and other likes, right? Mm. So it's cheap right now. Mm. But really, the thinking is, do you really think that there's fundamental unfixable issues, issues? or these issues can be fixed mm. to a point where the share price can correct back to its normal mm, to price yeah. and, and you can make some money? Mm. My opinion for Anglo Platts, it's exactly that. That's why I entered on Anglo Platts. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> hey, the portfolio check this week is yes. <laughs> no, it's it's. I I agree with you hundred percent. I yeah. really really do. And I think you know we live and die about this. Um, it's either you'll be wrong and lose oh, your yeah. money, but then if oh, you're yeah, right, my goodness me, there's some there's there's some money to be made. Eh? Yeah. So that's that's really what it, what you explained about your valuation process. Mm. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. I literally right now, because I don't have the time to build the models, mm. <laughs> I don't have the time to kind of sit down and mm. be like, okay, I need to value um shop right. I need to sit down and disaggregate the revenue, yeah. build the revenue, mm. build the cash and mm. build the income statement, balance it and, and the likes. I don't have time for that because that's a full-time job. It's really it's really a full-time job. Yeah. But what I do yeah. is really just to say, okay what is really happening yep. in the market? Yep. What are some of the, the issues that I'm, like even now on, on the PGM, I actually picked up on that. I'm like, okay, there's there's a lot of what's happening in the mining sector right now because they enjoyed um, a very nice rally last year because the, the, the commodity prices were up. Up, up, up. And up, up, we up, got, up. people got 40 rand per share, dividend from Tungela, for example. And um, now the prices are a little bit tangy. So, what is my opinion about this? Do I think that this is an opportunity or do I think that the problem is still going to get worse? Hmm. You know, so that's where, you know, from there you do an exam, you do kind of um, thing. If, so I did all the companies, um, looked at all of them and thought, okay, which one do I think is the stronger of them all? Yes. And do I think that they have issues that um, are inherent to the company that yeah. they can't fix? Not necessarily for MPLAT, as I explained before. And then, okay, what is what is the PE ratio for this? How does it compare with the others, right? And um, yeah, and then the share price, has it done this before? 
yes, in terms of, very you important. know, um, has it gone down to 50% yeah. and gone and up and all of that. And then I look at those things. I right? also look at that. And I, then I, I sit I, down, I I'm like, that. okay, cool. I think I can take a chance on this company mm. and, um, and let's see what it goes. And mm. it's very important to also remember that uh, it's money that you're willing to, you can lose. to lose. Yeah. It's not money that you're going to pay for education. No, right? no, no, absolutely not. It's not money that you're going to pay for something very important and of substance, right? Um, because you're not doing this full time, yeah. right? But little by little, you can really build very good money out of investing, right? But don't be an emotional investor mm. and actually just put in 100K in there without, for money like that, in my opinion, right? You'd give it to to the guys that that manage. There's a lot of fund managers that all, are, all of that, but I mean, we, we we had a whole episode about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah. what hundred k whether it's hundred k is too much or not, that's up to you. To, to decide. Mm. If it's not I too mean, much, it's, it's fine. It, it, it's if you're willing to gamble hundred k, that's fine. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that investing in the stock market is a gamble. It's not necessarily a gamble like that. You know, um, it's not like a. I think what you're flipping to, k coin. I, I and think stuff what like you're trying that. to say yeah. is that you must have a willingness to accept that you could lose it. Yes, that's. In essence, that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. That no, it, it makes the it makes willingness sense. to, to be able to to accept that I could get it wrong. Yeah. But that's where the concept of diversification comes in. Yeah. So you can. Right? So so for example, so like that's that's a risk management strategy, yes. isn't it? I mean, what 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 we can do as investors and what I like doing is that I like to put myself in a scenario that if I lose, I lose small, and if I win, I win big. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So for example, if something does go bad. It doesn't only go bad for that one thing and I put all my money into that one thing, but exactly. then I have scattered it a little bit here, this and this and that. But then when it does go well, there is no ceiling. Mm. They basically, there's no ceiling. Mm. It's, it's to the, to, can go to the moon. The price can go to the moon and come back. Mm. So I think that's when, uh, so sorry to just to jump in there. That, that's when div diversification and diversifying your portfolio comes into it in that mm. that's where how now you can actually you can control your floor to mm. a certain extent, yeah. but the ceiling still remains open. And I think that's one of the hallmarks of a great investor. Yeah. And speaking of diversification, how diversified our, is our portfolio? So we just, have, just we looking have, at it quickly. We have mining. We have Sasol. We have... Um, we've got we've okay we've got implants right we've got we've got Anglo Platinum we've mm. got British and American Tobacco where would you place uh, British and American Tobacco is that manufacturing no that's that's tobacco but I'm saying like okay in the broader sector um, I'm not that? sure where it's it's classified wait 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 but it's tobacco yes yeah, correct it's tobacco um, it's completely different from it's all different the other different companies. different mm. different different and I think it's the most uh, inelastic as far as prices are concerned mm -hmm. out of the thing that we have which is important as a defensive strategy it's a very um, it's a very nice contrast we've got price taker which are miners yeah. and then we've got price the guys makers. that enjoy inelastic demand yeah <laughs> price <laughs> makers and price takers yeah uh, we've got uh, Capitech which mm. is our only Banker. bank well mm. no not really only because we also have discovery yeah but it's a very small portion very very small we've yeah. got naspis which is internet consumer facing mm. media mm. we've got Cecil, which is petrochemicals mm. and we've got a retailer and a star performer in the form of Shoprite. yeah very well diversified portfolio yeah you yes. see so now that the pgm are done are down we we're not really that hurt. I mean, we're at not the hurt. end, we're yeah. still on the green. We're overall. still green. We're still green. <laughs> so you see the the good thing about mm. about diversification, mm. right? That you're able to kind of pull that risk and do that. This oh, is an investment kennel in 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 practice. This this is what <laughs> we are talking about. This is like everything that we've spoken about. Uh, it's something yeah. that we've done. Um, and you will see the portfolio. We will not hide it from you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So I, I I had a couple of questions, but yes. I think we really touched on them mm. already. Yeah. Um. We didn't talk about how far we are in terms of uh, our benchmark. How are we doing? I mean, we just added, right? We recently just added, and so, so we'll have it. We'll, we'll deal with. That we'll deal also. with that with that later. Mm. Okay. Cool. And the thingy, what's what's happening with Tungela? Um, I did mention that that mm. Tungela enjoyed uh, more than double their usual price last year. 
So right now we've seen even like a slash on their earnings to, to like 80%, 60%, whatever, because of what's happening. I think I did detail a lot it, it, it in, was, from the beginning. Was, of this. Even fact, last last episode as well, I did talk about Tungela a lot. And I'll tell you what, we have a lot of investors that are, are Tungela shareholders. Really? We do. We have a couple. <laughs> yeah, we have got a couple. I know this. Yeah. I did detail that. Yeah. Uh, another one, why has the PGM stocks been down? We will show a graph in terms of what all Northern, of them. Uh, Anglo Impala, Impala Platinum, and Sibanya Stillwater. Sibanya, yeah. Oh, so we, we did talk about it. What's happening? It's mm. the global economy, mm. the price effects. What's softening in the in the global? Mm. And then we've got our country specific problems. Yes, country you know? risk. Um, and then someone was asking, what's the use of a a dividend yield? What's the use of a dividend yield? Yeah, yeah in, in de investment decision-making. Well, it depends what type of investor are you and what you're mm. after. Where a dividend yield can become very, very important if you are a dividend investor. Mm. That is a good indicator of whether this company pays, not only pays, no, 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 so it doesn't measure the frequency, but it measures the like how much the dividend actually is. Mm. So... It becomes very important depending on what you're trying to go after. So, for example, I'll make an example with Chifiwa here. Chifiwa mm. went into Tungela, right? Yep. You use the dividend yield as a guiding star to get mm. into Tungela. Mm. So, I think you're best fit to actually answer why. But to answer that question as succinctly as possible, mm. quickly as possible, mm. if you are looking after dividends, and we're not all looking after dividends. Some people can be just have a go at uh, capital gains, mm. and that's what it is. It's a different school of thought. Yeah. A dividend yield can be quite useful because you will see how much dividend this company usually pays. Mm. If it's a high dividend yield, if it's a low dividend yield, if you're a dividend investor, you're probably not going to go there. You're probably going to look somewhere else. Mm. No. That's just the... This, it's important. Mm. And and when, uh, we're not slashing, we're not killing uh, dividend investors. Very, very val valid. You mm. need cash flow. REITs, real estate investment trusts, they good. deal with, um, yeah. with, with, with dividends. In fact, for them, it, in fact, it's against, it's against uh, listing regulations if you don't, if you don't de declare 75% of, of, of your earnings in the form of dividends. To retain your, your REIT status, to, you need to, exactly. to distribute 75%. It's 75. Right? So yeah, it's important, uh, but that's, that's, the, that's the importance of a dividend deal. Yeah, I think the, there's nothing else I can add to that. <laughs> you you really articulated Tungela. well. Yeah, like I, I did Tungela because of that. Mm. Um, but I think even now, I think I, I might be up for some capital gains as well. <laughs> because, uh, look, I'm very bullish about what's going to happen in the resources, right? Okay. Because of the 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 thing going down. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very bullish about what's, what's going to happen. So cool. let's see what happens. Same. But other than that, good conversation, man. Uh, I think uh, we we really have a lot to share. <laughs> we really have a lot to share. Um, but yeah, other than that, this is episode six now. And uh, we hope you really enjoy our discussion and um, keep liking, subscribing Subscribe. and um, commenting as well. Please do ask, que ask questions. Ask you questions. can see we try to answer all the questions that we we get as far as possible. So it's very helpful to kind of guide the discussion as well in terms of what you guys are seeing in the market and, and the likes. 100%. Anything from you, my dog? Uh, there's a possibility of episode seven involving a guest. Ah, um, look at this man coming with the great news all I the time. I mean, <laughs> it's a possibility. Don't hold me to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, be on the lookout. Um, yeah, man. Um, and we we have more than just videos. Uh, mm. and, and, and we've got pictures. Uh, we've got interactive uh, Instagram lives mm. as well. Get yeah. involved. Uh, grow as an investors. Grow with us. Follow the portfolio check. Uh, mm. Like I said, we are not just preaching, but we are practicing what we preach. Yeah. Yeah. That's it from us. <laughs>